Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Let's get back to football. Arr. So the weird thing for me, I'm Rick Camp. I'm here with you until... 10 o'clock, talking a lot of football today, and I'm broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. So in my my day-to-day job, I'm actually, so in the, the way the Score Studios work is if you were to, on our floor, come down the hallway and kind of like enter our main area, the immediate door you see is the producer's studio that's where sean anderson is he's on the other side of the glass tonight then you hang a left and like on the corner of the building is where i am in the on-air studio and the next studio over if you go to the next side is where betql is run out of the daily tip betql daily you better you bet bet mgm tonight all those shows are run out of there so like that's my day-to-day is Running the board for you better, you bet. Getting to give picks, especially during the NBA season. Love working with Nick and Ken and Eli. Yeah, Eli too. I'll I'll, I'll say Eli. Sean's giving me a look, but you know, Eli has his positives. Eli raps every night. If people didn't know that, at uh, 5 o'clock Central Time. It's nice to be able to say 5 o'clock because we mostly work in Eastern Time since it's a national show. Eli does rap. I leave at the end of the month. No, no, he's actually back here now. He's here in the stu- in that studio with me. I'm not in this studio, but every day I am in a studio. So I am in the BeckQL studio. So what made me think of that and why I brought it up is like the drop. I, I feel like I've missed so much score stuff with not working on the score day in and day out. Like especially the afternoon show, I feel bad because my You Better You Bet is on the bet. From 2 to 6 Central Time, you can listen to it on 105.9 HD2 if you're interested in that type of programming. It's a lot of fun that we have. But like a lot of stuff that happens on the Parkins and Spiegel show, I just kind of miss out on. Because it's at the exact same time, and no offense to any of those guys or anybody that works any of the shows here, but you know, just like with anybody, when you're done with work and you're on your way home, you don't want to think about work. So I'm not going to like go back and necessarily listen to the podcast unless it's like a really great interview or something that I heard about from many of the other shows, except for, you know, when I'm ready to get more, get more sports talk and get my, like my prep done for the day. So that drop coming in, I feel like I hadn't even heard that before. And for me, it's so rare for something like that to happen because, Hey, I've been working at the score now for, I mean, the better part of 10 years. Just under, t- well, 
probably more like nine because when you consider I was hired in like November, like just after Thanksgiving 2011, then worked all the way through until COVID happens. I'm gone for a few months and then come back and I've been here since ever since. Not a whole lot got past me until, you know, until now when I've been working over on You Better You Bet and I love getting to do that. It's a lot of fun, but it's it's different. Do you want to hear the full drop? Where it comes because it's clipped. Yeah, go for it. Ball one strike two. Ball one strike out. Yeah, there we go. Let's get back to football. That's ridiculous, and I love it. That's why I love this place. I think it was from 2019 too. Is it? Yeah, I think you might have been doing. Well, I'm also dumb, so there's Mm. that. You also got to like you got grade on a curve. Is that like a restrictor plate type thing? Either way, 312-644-6767's number. Talking about the Bears in the NFL here. 9 o'clock, I'm going to talk with Evan Silva from Establish the Run. Get myself and get you ready for your fantasy draft because Lord knows I could use the help. It's funny that a lot of the content that I, I work on and you better you bet on a daily basis probably leads to fantasy, but my brain doesn't necessarily process it as such or I just don't retain it because once again, reverting back to, always circle back to, I'm dumb. So there's those, there's that, but I want to get your thoughts on what's going on with the bears, not just the offensive line and what that means, but obviously tons of conversation about how Justin Fields should be handled, especially in light through the prism of what's happened with the offensive line. And the thing is like this offensive line was never going to be, was never projected to be good this year. So I mentioned in the first hour, Brandon Thorne, who has the Trench Warfare substack, which is where he puts a lot of his work. He also works at Establish the Run with Evan Silva, does a lot of work there. And at Establish the Run, he ranked the 32 offensive lines as they were projected coming into training camp. The Bears, with everybody considered healthy, were ranked 31st out of 32. So that just shows one, what, you know, people outside that are looking at the entire league, think of the bears offensive line, but it's also, this is, this is the environment you're putting your franchise quarterback into, which is kind of frustrating considering everything I brought up in the first segment about cutting Charles Leno and having to cut, having to trim that money because you've spent money so badly on guys like Robert Quinn, who then was who then predictably was like, yeah, I don't want to play outside linebacker anymore. Want to have a, wants to have his hand in the dirt playing defensive end. And this was the thought when he was signed and why some people questioned it. And now it's coming to roost more. Maybe it wouldn't have if he had had a better year last year. Who knows? But it's just all these things feed together to make the Bears what they are a team that's expensive, which is fine because it's the NFL, but expensive to a point where you had to cut real players. Your safety net in case your your left tackle got injured or just wasn't very good off the top in Charles Leno, not so much. Not there anymore. Was he probably a little bit overpaid? Yeah, for a starting left tackle, I, he was at about average starting left tackle money, and he just wasn't an average starting left tackle. Mentioned Brandon Thorne. Again, he said about the 17th to around the 20th 
left tackle. That was the evaluation he had on Leno from last year's performance. So even if it was just a matter of why not cut Jimmy Graham instead, that would have netted the Bears seven million in savings instead of ten. Then if you also, God forbid, extend Allen Robinson, I'm sure I don't know what that exact number would have been for his base salary to start and what that cap hit would have been. But if you're looking for ten million in net savings, which is what it was with Charles Leno, I bet those two moves probably get it done. Like Jimmy Graham sure seems like He's a good guy for intangibles with the Bears, but when you're in this kind of money crunch, a guy making that much, even as effective as he was in the red zone, you got to save some money somewhere. And I would rather save it with my second tight end, that's maybe my fourth receiving option at best, than with a starting left tackle who could have either started the year at tackle, at left tackle, and been, if he was playing well, or if he wasn't, you move Tevin Jenkins over there, who, as Jason Leisure mentioned in the 720 segment, Tevin Jenkins was a right tackle by trade. So maybe if you're able to have Leno and Jenkins as your tackles, let a guy like Larry Borum develop a little bit, maybe in a year, then you move Jenkins over to the left side. You have Borum maybe coming at the right side, and you've got some youth and some cheap youth at tackle that can actually play a little bit. But because of the way the Bears handled it, it's a really, really tough situation, and they had to pull 39-year-old Jason Peters off the couch. And really, like for him, it's also a credit to like just for, for Jason Peters as a dude, how much he loves the game. That it's like, you know what? I'm not gonna make a whole ton playing for the Bears. The guy is is a straight up Hall of Famer. He is one of the best left tackles of this past era. But Banking on him to do anything that maybe tied you through for a game or two is asking a lot right now. And when Jenkins isn't going to be there most of the year, maybe Borum, who everybody said projected more as either a guard or a right tackle, having to maybe put that guy out at left tackle if something happens to Jason Peters, it puts the Bears in a tough spot especially since they say that they want to compete this year. They have a roster that, in theory, by age at least, is built to win right now. And this is why when people talk about record when it comes to the Bears head coach and that the Bears have not had a losing season, I say, okay, however, your roster was built to win immediately. So when you have the one really good year, which, awesome was good. You can't ask for a better first year than that. But to then go 500 the next couple of years, that's where the issue happens. Of yes, 8 and 8. But when you put anything in proper context, that's where the issues tend to start. Perry's in Tennessee and he's on the score. Hey guys, good morning. Hey, uh, good evening. Uh, my, my problem is with really twofold. You got Ted Phillips and you Ryan Pace and it's not looking good. Isn't Phillips the guy who's in charge of the salary cap? Isn't Phillips the guy who picked Emery and Pace? So those are two dismal picks. You've got Pace, and when's enough? When is enough enough? When are we going to stop giving up picks to move up and get guys that don't even play? This has got to be the worst in terms of first round, second round picks history with the Bears that I can remember. And you're asking a question about do you play 
filled with this dismal uh, line. I think what you do is you, you keep doing what you're doing and see how the line, you see if they coalesce something average or decent. But I don't want to hold him back because he has such elusiveness. Just, just until you get an offensive line because who knows when you're going to get that. Now, obviously, if, if he's getting uh, pressure like, like Mahomes got in the, in, the, in the Super Bowl, then maybe you hold him back. But I, I would think I would, I would plan because I think he's the best offense. Get rid of these two clowns. <laughs> Appreciate the call, Perry. <laughs> I like that, you know, fat, I fat fingered that and then, uh, and then get that little bit from him as the exclamation point, which was hilarious. Uh, yeah, the thing is, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not with him. Ted Phillips is not in charge of the cap. Like the Bears have a cap guy that Ryan Pace brought in who handles those types of things. But yeah, I, I'm just, I, I'm kind of with him. Of it, it's such a hard spot to be as someone observing the team or as a fan is. You want Justin Fields to wildly succeed as soon as humanly possible, but I also don't trust the guy that's building the team to build the proper team around him. And that's where the issue comes in. 312-644-6767. Give me a call like Perry did. Text. And the text zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at rosenhyundai.com. I don't get to host very often anymore, so like all the like, usual things that all the Monday through Friday guys get to do of like, okay, no to turn to read the text zone sponsor. I'm just like not in rhythm with those things anymore. Cause you know, I don't get to do it very often, but I enjoy getting to do it. Yeah. What? I mean, no, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to hold back that comment. I mean, like how many times do you hear those guys from 6 AM to, you know, 6 PM reading the text line sponsor? I, I don't know. I don't think it. it's not a part of their daily life because it's not in there. Yeah, that's true. You're doing your best. Is what I'm saying. Okay. I'm just so much more like stream of consciousness right now than anything that that filter outside of like the words that'll get me in trouble is pretty much gone. So it's just like stream of consciousness when it comes to thinking about the bears and also just like in general with like getting to be in the studio, getting to host a show on the score again, which is awesome. Got to host with uh with Rosie on Saturday, and that was a blast game to talk talk food as well. Maybe a little bit of that late in the show. I don't know. We'll see. I have something I have something in mind for after Evan Silva. I gotta call out a couple other score guys. So I'll do that after Evan Silva and before we get out of here in the nine o'clock hour. With Rosie, you talked minor league baseball food, right? Yes. What was the ridiculous thing you were you were talking about? The dumpster wrap at the Rocket City Trash Pandas. That's his team. Yeah. So that like the the instead of just in this wrap instead of having just a tortilla it was a cheese quesadilla with like a couple hot dogs in it and a bunch of other stuff that I already forget probably will get brought up on the next time fat podcast which everybody should also subscribe rate and review to because Jay Zawaski and myself have a whole lot of fun and we've got a lot of we've got we've got some things in the works so keep an eye out for that and I'm Fat Pod on Twitter you can follow me at Rixie camp. I forgot my Twitter handle there almost for a second. So we're going to take time out, come back. I kind of want to look at the NFL as a whole and kind of where other teams are that I find intriguing are as we hit into week, week two of the preseason, they could be teams that it's like, I just find interesting because they're similar situations, similar to the bears, or they're just a fun team to watch. There's a few of those out there. 
might be looking out to uh, L.A. for a couple of those options and not necessarily the team the Bears are playing in week one. John Anderson's on the other side of the glass. I'm Rick Camp here with you till 10 o'clock on The Score. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Five seconds left in the third. Stack the receivers. Herbert a deep drop. Off his back foot. Puts it out there. It's caught. And he's gone. Jalen Guyton to the house. Touchdown. Chargers, 72 yards. Welcome back. I'm Rick Camp here with you until 10 o'clock. Highlight from CBS. It's a guy, Ian Eagle. Seriously, like, imagine being as good at anything as Ian Eagle is at play-by-play, and it doesn't really matter the sport, football, basketball, just really damn good at his job. Uh, but that's a Chargers highlight. And I mentioned before the break, just wanting to go a little bit, obviously taking your calls at 312-644-6767, reading your texts as well. I want to go a little bit outside of just the Bears because I think sometimes it's tough to just focus on one team. And I think that's, that's sort of flawed in the way some people look at look at things is 
only being able to compare to Bears past. And I understand for some people, some listeners, that's all they do is look at the Bears and they don't really pay that much attention to everybody else. But I think it's also a flawed way to look at it. Because so earlier in the day, I'm on my drive in before I start doing my prep for you better, you bet. And I heard Dan and Layla get into a pretty good disagreement about Dan's column on starting Justin Fields. And the thing is, part of Dan's thing is, well, we don't know what proper quarterback development looks like. Sure, in terms of the Bears, but everything is so global now in terms of, you know, because of the internet and better reporting and all that stuff, the world gets smaller. But we see how these better organizations are doing it. So it's not like we all have just the Bears to look at. Maybe in terms of emotional investment, sure, but not in terms of actually how this development happens. And that actually probably leads into the first team I'm going to want to talk about. But before we do that, let's go to Paul in Wisconsin. You're on the score. Hey, good evening, guys. Great show. Um, I have a theory I want to run by you, and I listen to the score all the time, and I haven't heard anyone talk about it. But we have Leonard Floyd, who's with the Bears, and he's not very good the whole time he's with the Bears. Then he goes to another team, and he's very good. We get Robert Quinn, who was very good before he got to the Bears, and he gets to the Bears, and he's I think the Bears got Paul. I understand his point, though. And the thing is, with Leonard Floyd, maybe some of that was probably just being part of learning something different in L.A. And the thing is, too, you have to remember, going to L.A. last year, who was their defensive coordinator? Brandon Staley. Where did Brandon Staley come from? The Bears. He was on the Bears coaching staff. So that's something you also have to keep in mind, is that he had some institutional knowledge of Leonard Floyd. Now you could say what maybe wouldn't have been done here that was done there. I know one move, specific, and I don't know what it's called, so that really hurts this. But uh, on at least one of the national games that the Rams had, I forget if Leonard Floyd was asked this himself or it was one of the reports from a sideline reporter of Leonard Floyd learned one of a couple of Aaron Donald's moves and that really helped him to be able to get some separation on the edge. And that's where his athleticism was really able to shine. And he was able to use what he already had in him a little bit better than he had done with the Bears. Also, you had Aaron Donald on your line. Which you could also say, hey, Leonard Floyd had Khalil Mack. Very true, but Aaron Donald's a little bit better. So that's the thing is maybe it was just schemed up a little bit better. I do think Sean Desai, if he is even close to what he's being talked up as, as an X's and O's guy, is going to make, while maybe the, the personnel is a little bit older, not as much talent overall on defense, I do think he will help them out a little bit. It's just a matter of how the offense can necessarily stay together. 312-644-6767 is the number. Uh, Quick NBA thing here, because, hey, that's kind of my bit. 
773 texture any update on the bulls tampering charges nothing as of yet so maybe in that last hour or you know depending how the rest of this hour goes maybe i got a couple bulls notes i can throw out there for people as well but definitely talking a lot of football to this point as hey you have one game going on right now in as last i saw at least yeah new england you know for those that are keeping track of uh Patriots Eagles third quarter Patriots up 25, nothing. Apparently Mac Jones looking really good, which is, you know, I have a little bit of a soft spot for Mac Jones because his body has a lot of soft spots. So as a fat, I can appreciate Mac Jones as not quite a fat, but by quarterback comparisons being kind of a fat. So I root for Mac Jones and I hope that he does well. 312, 644, 67. 67. So one team that I did want to mention that I just find interesting this year, and I also don't know what to think in terms of expectations for them, are the LA Chargers. Because you have mentioned Brandon Staley before. He's the new head coach in LA. Brings Joe Lombardi from New Orleans over to be his offensive coordinator. Because not in the current NFL, it's pretty rare to be able to have a defensive head coach that gets this much pub as Brandon Staley has when so much of the time you're looking at and you're thinking about offensive coaches and because of the infrastructure of you need the offense, need points more than ever to win in the NFL. So in theory, Brandon Staley being there, if let's say Lombardi has a great year as offensive coordinator, he could be gone in a year. But because of it seems like how much everybody trusts the thought process and how Brandon Staley thinks the game that the chargers are still considered a really positive, a really positive team that even in the division with the chiefs could be a team that makes some noise, even getting when it gets to the playoffs and they have the young quarterback, they have Justin Herbert in the second year, almost if you had to paint someone, it's not a perfect comparison, but like last year's draft version of Justin Fields, it'd probably be Herbert just because third of those guys drafted, but also wasn't as highly thought of, kind of got picked apart in the draft process where if you just looked at what he did, it's not to the extreme of Justin Fields, but it's still pretty darn good. Let's go out to Bill on the South Shore on the score. Hey, what's going on, my man? Hey, just a couple quick things. You know, first of all, with pace, Routinely, he puts players in a, in a position to fail, okay? Leonard Floyd was not uh, ranked as the number ninth best player in that draft. He overdrafted him, okay? And then when they got him, they used him so often to set the edge for the run as someone who's 240 pounds and undersized, okay? I would like to see on Saturday, I would like to see Mitch light the Bears up. I would have liked to have seen Mitch's career if he would have been drafted somewhere in the middle of the second round where he should have gone without all the pressure and then also a coach who's going to mess him up, okay? And as it goes, Ryan Pace, to me, is the worst GM I've seen in terms of communication with the fans, with the media, with you guys, to the point that it's just – I'm a Sox fan, but I really enjoyed the way Theo Epstein would, would face you guys answer questions, come on different shows, and talk 
um, you know, as if he was part of the group. And, and I really enjoyed that, even as a as a Sox fan, just as the way he carried himself. Sure. And to see that with GM after GM in this Bears organization, you know, you had obviously Emery, who was I, – I, I can't even believe that you could even have another man after Emery who could compare to Emery. He was so bad. I mean, where do you see them going after this year? I appreciate um, I appreciate the call, Bill. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it is frustrating. And for, so just a quick clerical note. I, rem, I don't know why I still remember this, but I do remember on draft night and leading up to the draft, it was widely thought the Giants were going to take Leonard Floyd at number 10. The Bears were at number 11, and they swapped picks with, I believe, Tampa Bay. Tampa was at 9. The Bears swapped picks with them to get in front of the Giants because it was fairly well known they wanted Floyd. So the Bears could take Floyd, and I believe that was when the Giants took Eli Apple, and I want to say the Bucks after that, that took Vernon Hargraves. So the Bears traded up because they targeted Floyd. Mind you, of course, that didn't end up being the right thing. But to say no one was going to take him there is the only bit that I'll get. Oh, I got that right? You nailed every single part. Leonard Floyd was taken ninth by the Bears, 10 uh, Apple to the Giants, and then 10 uh, Buccaneers to Cargraves, and that was a swap between the Bears and the Bucks at 9 and 11. Yeah, there we go. Every once in a while, you win one. Uh, but when it comes to the communication that Bill brought up in terms of Ryan Pace, I think it's true, and yes, on the levels of talking to the fans. Yes, when it comes to talking with us, and just the media in general, because as much as, you know, taking everything else outside of the equation, just thinking about sports right now, the media is there. Like, I don't even want to say the media as like a big thing, like it's one entity, but like the beat writers that work for the different publications or the people that are working for the radio stations or podcasts or whatever, they're the outlet for the fan because it's not like there's an opportunity in the middle of the season or at any point for fans to be able to walk up and be like, Hey, Ryan Pace, what about X, Y, and Z? So being able to speak your vision and what you're trying to do instead of hiding in these big moments, that's something that matters. I mean, think of how much, and he, and Bill brought up Theo. Yeah. With Theo Epstein, think of how many times good, bad, or indifferent he was, willing to come on the station, even if he didn't necessarily say a whole lot, be the face, be the face of the organization that you built. You built this thing. That doesn't mean you get to go and hide. And it's not like everything Ryan Pace has done has been bad. Like I mentioned with Jason Leisure, we both agreed on mid round picks. He's been there for you a decent amount of the time. It's just those top picks and the trickle down of not having those top picks. And even outside of communication with, the media or fans or whatever communication with players seems to be really bad with Ryan pace. Like there are players that leave this organization with a bad taste in their mouth more than just, you know, didn't play well and didn't get a contract. This Allen Robinson thing is weird. It really is like the communication seems like it broke down there. Also, when you just think about just, Outside of him, just some guys being like, yeah, there was just no communication with the Bears. When, you know, when the offseason hit or leading up to the offseason, ghosted. Like, that's not the way you manage people. So Ryan Pace doing what he does, and mind you, some of this may just be perception. 
but it's the perception because of the way he interacts or doesn't interact and chooses not to interact with everybody that this perception gets made right or wrong. So when it comes to that, that's how you get to where we are right now, where people don't trust Ryan Pace, even outside of the moves in and of themselves. When a guy doesn't want to face the music at any time and even even like trying to take victory laps when there's barely any, if any, to take, that can be so incredibly frustrating. How many times has Darnell Mooney been thrown out there as, yeah, but Darnell Mooney, though. And mind you, Darnell Mooney looks like a really good pick. Credit to him for that. But to then be like, Darnell Mooney, here's Darnell Mooney. Oh, yeah, other players that haven't necessarily turned out, but Darnell Mooney. Why not once in a while just give people a little bit something? Hey, here was my thought process on this. Here's what I saw on this guy. Clearly with us, it didn't work out. Execs from other teams have done that. And it didn't torpedo their career by answering one question about it. All right, it man, is we'll okay. let you go here. But you know that you have stapled yourself to this quarterback for better or for worse. And we will be talking about it for the next couple of years. I hear you, man. I'm all in. Yep, all in, except for when it comes to the accountability for it. Right, but exactly what you talked about. It. The, the, there's no accountability there, but, I mean, that was about Trubisky. And, Absolutely. And Trubisky failed, and yet he still has a job. So you can yep. answer questions, you can be wrong about them, but you still should be doing this. I mean, I think that might have been the last, I don't know, but that might have been the last time he was on the station pace. Right. Yeah, outside of something like like Bears All Access, which is a little bit of a different type of deal. Right, but that's Bears Run. Right, 100 partnered with the Bears on that. Yes. Uh, so that's, and by the way, Jason Goff, the voice there asking the question, Jason will be hosting with Danny Parkins on Monday. So that will be fun because it's fun. Anytime Jason's on the air and then obviously putting him with Danny, that's going to be a lot of fun. So make sure you're tuning in two to six for the Parkins and Spiegel show every day. I'm making this call out of obligation. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Hey, there's also that, which was, which was hilarious, but Hey, when you make enough of those appearances, you can kind of BS a little bit. And you can also have, you know, like, have one of those where you're maybe not in the best mood and it's okay and nobody's going to tar and feather you because you still make the appearances more often than not. It really doesn't seem that hard to come down from the old ivory tower and speak to the people and talk. And, and for me, honestly, more than talking with us, it's about the players. It's about how he interacts with players because those players wanting to resign, wanting to come in, Obviously, if you're offering more often than not, if you're offering the most money, you're going to get a guy anyway. But if you can create some of those good feelings so that maybe when, let's say, Akeem Hicks in this situation, clearly the contract is a thing for him right now. When you get that next deal comes up, maybe if you've treated the guy well, he feels loved, he feels appreciated. Maybe he's willing to take just a smidge less to stay with you as opposed to having to uproot his entire life again. Those are things that I don't think are crazy concepts to be able like to get your head around, especially for someone in that position like Ryan Pace. Not saying he's 100% terrible at it, but just from what you see and what you hear, it's hard to think any other way. And part of that is because he doesn't really ever come out and speak for himself or address things head on. I'm Rick Camp. I'm here with you until 10 o'clock at the top of the hour. We're going to speak with Evan Silva about, hey, fantasy football drafts are coming up. We all need the prep. So let's do that. 
One more segment before then, and I'm here till 10 on the score. Welcome back. I'm Rick Camp here with you until 10 o'clock at the top of the hour. Talk with Evan Silva from Establish the Run. It's prep for a fantasy draft because, man, I got questions and I'm behind on my fantasy prep. I got a draft Sunday afternoon, so I've got a reputation to uphold in this league. I've won, I've, I win the league fairly often. What was the last time you won? Two years ago, but I won like four. It was either four or five straight. Four or five straight. Yeah. How many teams? Twelve. That's impressive. Thank you. It's a keeper league, so you get to keep like three guys a year. Who are your keepers in that stretch then? Oh, I don't even remember. Oh. I think it was like, and you can you can keep them twice. So you get them the year you draft them in a couple of years, but uh, I yeah, I don't even remember. I have them on a sheet somewhere. So one thing that I have to figure I have to figure out uh, for our draft order. For the teams that didn't make the playoffs, we do like those 100-yard dash things. That's a randomizer. So we did it like a month ago. I wrote down who got where. Can't find the page for the life of me. So that might be an issue leading into this draft. Just redo it. Don't tell anybody. Oh, see, the thing is I sent the link to everybody to be able to like watch it because that's part of the fun. Uh. Yeah. Well, I've said it a few times. When you go through like the, the the map, like the thought map, it all leads back to, I'm dumb. I have my moments. So we'll talk with Evan in a few minutes. But I'm just like, so I, here's even how I'm doing this. Just by preseason reports, everything that you've seen so far, just teams that are kind of fascinating to me. They might not be the best. They might not even be good. But teams that I'm really interested in, And I'm taking your calls still on the Bears or teams in the NFL that are fascinating to you. 312-644-6767. It could be from a Bears angle. It could be not from a Bears angle. Because I think the Bears division is pretty pretty logical at this point of just, hey, Green Bay's Green Bay right now. As long as they have Aaron Rodgers for this year, they're going to be far away the runaway favorite. Then you have the Bears and the Vikings kind of battling for the two middle spots and the Lions, like, I wonder what total is going to be bigger, wins or kneecaps bitten off for the Lions. I don't know. My guess is kneecaps bitten off greater than wins. Like, the Lions, if Deshaun Watson plays the vast majority of the year, there's a, there's a decent chance the Lions could have the worst record in the league. When you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off, all right? I'd rather not. And especially like seeing some of the one little bit of in-game management that the Lions had in their first preseason game. Uh, I I don't trust that Dan Campbell is going to be a very good coach. And the we're Lions. We're going to kick you in the teeth. All right. And, and when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I, the one thing I will give Dan Campbell, that jawline though. Like that man has a jawline for days. Where me, mind you, part of the result of being a fat, I keep the facial hair partially just to kind of prove that I have a, a chin and a jawline. It's uh, it's not very evident for me, but for Dan Campbell, like that, that might be his best qualification as coach. Jawline. 
normally what I do is I get, I'll get two venti. I go to, you know, Starbucks to get two venti of the pipe with two shots in them. So black eye in both. That's what I come in with. That's how I start the day. So. Okay. So that, that made me think of, for one thing, that's crazy for another thing. So this was back when I was an intern at the score in the last few months of 2009. Yeah. That's Sean's eyes. Just You're went, telling what? this story. Oh yeah. Oh, that so just because you told it to me recently. So it's like fresh oh, in my I did mind. Tell it to you recently. Yeah, yeah. I that's, never that's the only reason I, because I actually recognize the story. Okay. So when I was an intern, I was an intern for the, for the Molly and Hanley show at the time. And the third producer for that show at the time was DJ Nozar. And, uh, one thing I had to do as one of my last day things or like around the last time was there was what we used to call at the time. And, and he has changed his ways since was the Mitch special from Starbucks or Dunkin or wherever he got his coffee from. It was, it was like six shots over ice and it was insanity. And like that, that, but that, Hey, like Mitch is busy dude. So like at the time that was his deal. And one of my last day things was having to finish a Mitch special before I leave. Considering I don't drink coffee. Now, mind you, before this segment, I just downed a five hour energy. So I still have, you know, there, I have my ways of, of getting my like caffeine or my energy, but Six shots over ice was not it. And at the time, on Fridays, Troy, Fridays? Pretty sure it was Fridays. Troy Aikman would come on. And I would have to transcribe an answer of his. And I think it would get posted to the website or something. So I'm sitting there trying to, like, go back for certain words. And uh, and I'm like, I'm. you can hear my hand doing this with the mouse. And I was so jittery. I was, I was trying to, uh, I was just trying to keep myself under control even a little bit. Boss just called. Oh, every morning. He still does six shots over ice. Oh, wow. Still. Okay. He was very, very, uh, emboldened in that too. He wanted to make sure that you No, you Hey, it. that's, that's a credit <laughs> to him. That is something I could never do. Like, and, and the thing is like, man, Mitch is a, Really, really like a busy guy who has a lot, you know, he's spinning a lot of plates. So like, I get it. And especially when you start as early as he does, like tip of the cap, because that's just like, that's tough, but he does it. So six shots over ice. All right. Like, man, and I did that one day and I was tweaking. Like seriously, I'm sitting there trying to scroll back to listen to, you know, like I missed a couple words from Troy Aikman. And I'm I, like, it's literally like you can hear me jittery. And DJ came into the side studio back when we were at the NBC tower. Like, are you okay there? Cause it was the opposite for me. Cause like there were times where I was at school at what's now IMS. I would have school. I would do stuff in the middle of the day for extra hours. I would go work at target. Cause that's where I was working at the time for like an eight hour shift. Then have like, three hours off and have to come in for the internship. So they were more often than not. If I was to have, if I was one extreme or the other, I was like falling asleep. So to have me tweaking out like that, DJ was, I think he was also like kind of amused by it, which probably should have been, but yeah, so that's the, all that coffee. That's exactly what that made me think of because it's man, that's like pure insanity 
to be able to accomplish. So, Sean, are you a coffee drinker? No. So that I'm I'm, okay. I'm in the same boat with you. That this is just pure insanity. Because I mean, that would I don't know what that would do to me. I just I, I am very much a pop guy. So like yep. you know, one pop doesn't make me crazy after 24 years. But I think six shots of espresso might do that to me. That might. That wouldn't be great. But I mean, and the thing is, it's just like with anything else. You have to build up the tolerance, and I do not have the tolerance for anything even close to that. But, you know, we all have our vice. We all have our stuff. Like, for me, it's obviously food. Or, like you mentioned, pop. I can drink far more pop than I would like to admit in a given day. Uh, what are you, I mean, like, what's your daily consumption of pop? Because I'm also horrible with um, this. It depends on the day. So... Because of my work, my shift with work, so I'll normally leave home in Lombard around 11-ish. And more often than not, I'll probably stop and get some lunch, and I'll get like a small pop there. So whatever that ends up being, is that like a 20-ounce, give or take? So I might do that. Some days it's just that. Uh, Some days I'll also get food on the way home. Because my normal shift ends at six. So sometimes that's about it. And then I'll, I'll, but then I'll get both. Or if it's a day like this, then I might get one at work as well. So like I actually ate at home today because, you know, I was an adult. Yay. Uh, And I actually made lunch for myself. So, but there are days where like normal Thursdays, my favorite pizza place has a special. So I'll stop and I'll get a liter of RC because here's a, here's a theory for me. The best pop to pair with pizza, and uh, Rich Rennick, my former uh, my former teacher at the Illinois Media School, would have been very proud of me for not really uh, popping too many of those peas. But uh, RC pairs best with pizza, to me. I think because it's not overpowering. It's not like like I think Coke pairs best with Mexican food of any of your like colas. But I think with pizza, RC is the way to go. And it's not just because it's my initials. Although I am kind of biased because of it, because I think it's a good logo. It's got good initials. I avoid RC at mostly all cost. And I think if you ask me this question before I actually have given a thought, because I don't know now that I'm thinking about it, mm-hmm. I think I would have said Wild Cherry Pepsi, but that was just because I grew up drinking Wild Cherry Pepsi like all the time with pop okay. or with, with pizza. So I would say that would be my, my, my pairing. Interesting. Yeah, see, like, I'm I'm a huge Dr. Like, if I was told I could only have one pop the rest of my life, Dr. Pepper. Coke Zero. Really? Yeah. Because it's, it's not diet, and that gives you cancer. So Coke Zero, <laughs> since it's so new, they haven't told you that it gives you cancer yet. So I'm riding with that. Everything causes... No sugar, too. Everything causes some cancers and cures others. This is my theory. All right. When we come back... Fantasy football prep. People are already texting in their questions. The 312-644-6767 with Evan Silva of Establish the Run. He is the goods when it comes to fantasy football. So we'll do some draft prep with him next on 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.